Yeah, it's flicked. We're flicked. We're okay. recording. <laughs> so I don't know how to start recording on this app that we use. Did we talk about flicking the clip last week? We, not, not on the air. Okay. <laughs> so on the app, g- hello and welcome to Hot Drinks. Hi. I'm Brother Jack Coffee. I'm Latter Day Twaint. Here with Sister Twaint. So the way that this app that we use works, it's called Anchor, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that it works is in order to start recording, you press and hold the record button. And then if you want it to like lock into recording mode, you have to slide it up. And Sister Twaint refers to that as flicking the clip. Because it's not a slide. It's a a flick. flick If you try to slide it, it'll be like, we do not understand. Does flicking the clip hurt? Like, if I'm just like... Whoosh. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. <laughs> or flicking clits. I don't, yeah. no. Or, I can barely find it. I think we said that last week, too. Anyway. That's funny. Your ex-wife must have a small one. <sighs> don't even know. I have no idea. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, hopefully that intro wasn't too long. <laughs> our, our editing tools are limited, mm-hmm. but very mm-hmm. effective yes. here on this app but um we just want a little intro music and we thought oh how lovely was the morning was a good way to start because it's late sunday afternoon it is <laughs> oh how lovely was the sunday afternoon we're here today in sister twain's kitchen mm-hmm. we are drinking um a lovely bottle of kung fu girl which is a riesling that riesling. i love one it was literally actually the first wine that i knew by name and liked to drink because you know when you start drinking you drink wine and you're like this tastes like ass and detergent yeah. and something that is spoiled and not in a good way. Yeah. I meant ass, not in a good way. Right. Um, but this was the first wine that I was like, oh, I like this. Like, it's drinkable. Uh-huh. It's delicious. Like, a Riesling's like a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. That's, so we're how drink- my, that's how my ex-husband, my gay ex-husband is too. Riesling. He likes a sweet drink. Um, well, if, and if he's going to drink wine, it's going to be Riesling. That's so homophobic. I can't <laughs> believe you said that. What? I'm just kidding. Oh I don't my know. God! <laughs> but wouldn't it be funny if it was homophobic? Okay, so... If you said that gays like Riesling? <laughs> so... Like, that was like, how dare you? I... <laughs> how dare you? I'm yeah. leaving. Okay, and now I have to interject. Okay. The first time I went to a bar with... It's dope. Oh, I know, I know. The first time I went to a bar with my gay ex-husband, and we should probably give him a pseudonym, by the way. Okay. But I don't... Let's call him Gary. Oh, Gary. Okay. Um, Since you said his name on episode one. (laughs) He hates me so much right now. Me or your Um, ex-husband, Gary? My ex-husband, Gary. Oh, okay. But in the best way. Like that Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis kind of way that we talked about. Right. Anyway, so the first time I went to a bar with Gary... Um, when I was a drinker, a drinker, a drinker, a hot drinker, a, a hot drinker, and I was hot. That's what our fans are called, by the way. Right hot now, drinkers. there's like ten of them, hot drinkers. <laughs> we like welcome hot drinkers. Oh, there ten. I think I'm there's shooting like a four. little. Yeah, <laughs> four, and you and I and are then, two of them. Yes, that's right. I'm such a huge fan. But um, it was in Southern California. It was at a bar in Riverside. Right. It was drag night. And he said, what do you want to drink? And I said, I don't know. I'll have what you're having. Because I still didn't know how to order it. Right. That's a key. That's a key skill to learn when you're coming out of the church. Coming out like of the church. Like you have to, like, like I had a drinking Yoda. Well, I had a post-Mormon Yoda. 
um, which was my brother, because he had not, he's not been in the church for a long time. Uh-huh. And that was one of his key goals was he was like, I want you to have like three or four drinks that you can order at a bar That's... so you don't feel <sighs> uncomfortable. I wish I had that. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt your story. No, but it, no. it's a key skill. You have to be able to say like, I want a whiskey sour or something that you know you're going to like that you can get at any bar. It's a key yeah. skill. Because when you're new, you're just like, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys have? Um, what should, what do you, do you a, suggest? Do you have a menu? What's your favorite thing? <laughs> and they're like, they're and like this Mormon like, bitch has never it. drunk before. Yeah. yeah. But no, like seriously, like I have a friend who left the church after me and was drinking wine and beer at home pretty regularly, but he did not want to go to the bar with right. me. He was too, uh, had anxiety about ordering. Anyway, so I told Matt, damn it! (laughs) No, it's fine. Just let it go. (laughs) You told Gary. Gary. This is part of the charm. Um, (laughs) Every time we do really terrible work, we say this is part of the charm. Part of the charm. So I told Gary, God damn it. Um, I was like, I don't know. I don't don't have what you're having. And he kind of smiled and gave me like a guilty smile and squinted. What a dick. And said, are you sure? What a dick. Like, what were you ordering? What was he ordering? Well, just wait. Okay. And I said, yeah, what what do you mean? And he goes, I drink really gay drinks. Oh, okay. Fair. And I said, what does that mean? And he goes, they're really sweet. And then he kind of giggled like, they're really sweet. Oh, man. So homophobic. And I... Gary's homophobic. And I'm thinking, I like sweet. Come on. And he goes, okay. And he brings it to me and he hands it to me. And it is like this uh, radioactive green color. Okay, fair, fair. And, and I said, We so, love a bright color. So what is this called? And he goes, it's called a gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a faggot. And I've never had or heard of a gummy bear since. No. And guess what? It was too sweet for me. Okay. What is in a gummy bear? All the sweets. (laughs) It's just gummy bears, then they just pour vodka over them, and then they just strain it into a glass. And then they probably have to let it sit out in the heat so that the gummy bears will decompose. Right, okay. And then chill. It sounds terrible. Sounds awful. I love a sweet drink, too. (laughs) But I also, I love an old-fashioned. And so... Of course you do. That's so perfectly... But it just, it feels... It feels very sophisticated to order Absolutely. an old-fashioned, you know? And like you're making six figures. Right, which I'm not. At an advertising firm. At, a, at an advert. We were discussing that um, Sister Twain and I did not remember the fake job that we had given me last right. last time. Yeah, we don't. So I work at an advertising firm. Let's go with that. Like I'm Don Draper. Yeah, Exactly. I wear really beautiful suits. Yeah. I have a gorgeous mid-mod office. No, I don't have mid-mod. Mid-mod is out. You guys, mid-mod is out. Is it? What's the next oh, thing then? fucking out. Yeah. So what is the thing now? <sighs> First of all, it's homophobic that you think I would know because I'm, <laughs> because I'm gay. <laughs> I think we're moving. Okay, I mean, Don Gaper. <laughs> that has a whole other meaning, Don Gaper. <laughs> Um, Don, we now are gay. We haven't. We had a little list of like things to cover in the intro, and we have not. I accidentally stopped the recording. I don't know what I was saying. I was going to try to seamlessly move and finish the sentence. Right. What was I saying? Don Gaper. You said it was really homophobic of me 
to assume that I knew oh, what the next yes. trend was. And the next trend is uh, sort of like Art Deco glam is the next trend. Are we so, talking about 80s throwback Art A little Deco? bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. A little 80s, a little more glam, a little more, um, yeah, a little more personality. So I remember looking up an article on this What about six months ago. Okay. What is the hot thing after... Uh, mid-century modern. Sure, sure. And they said that the Art Deco glam. Oh, good. Or a gothic rustic. I don't love a gothic rustic. Okay. I don't. I mean, some people might. Like the dark, like painting your wall like a dark forest green. I mean, I'm fine with that, but I feel like that goes with Art Deco glam. Sure, it could. It you could. know? It just depends on what you put in with the wall. Right. I just think, like, I don't need... I don't, I don't know. Not anything rustic is a little hard for me. And anything gothic is a little hard for me. I'm not a vampire. It may have been. I'm not a vampire living in a farm. It may have been gothic Victorian. No, but I think you're right. Like, I think that sort of, it's kind of like the whole hearth and home thing. A very stark contrast to to, to, to Art Deco. Yes. It's like, it's like Magnolia. It's that whole, what are those, those fixer uppers, Chip and Joanna. They have the whole line at Target. I don't know. I'm not a gay man. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so we fine. were going to go back. We to had the a whole notes. list of intros. So right, and, we did, and it, we're like nine minutes in, and we haven't even covered any of them. Which is fine. But Yay! This project has made me think that I want a podcast I of my it own. Would. I know it would. But then it makes me think: Is that just because I'm a white man, and I just think everybody wants to hear what I have to say? Right, that whole taking up space thing. Yes. Yeah. But also, I'm goddamn hilarious. You are. I used to be a, like. I don't want to say famous, but I used to be a <laughs> tiny bit Instagram famous because I used to record really funny Insta stories. You really have fans. I have fans. You I did. mean, I met people in the real world who I did not know right. who knew me for my Insta stories. Yeah. I'm glad I you're walked, mentioning this. I walked into a bar once. Into a bar. <laughs> I'm trying to just finish, continue the sentence, and I don't know how. I was walking into a bar once with Sister Twaint, mm-hmm. where people literally stood up and cheered when I walked in. <laughs> they were like, it's him! Because they were so excited to meet me. <laughs> they were so excited. But I'm sorry we had to stop again. We had um, teenage boys walk through the room. I don't even think they can tell when we stop unless we put in a transition, which we haven't been doing. I know, because I like forgot how. We want our transitions. There's an ant crawling across the table. So- Sister Twaint, what's happening in your kitchen? <laughs> I, I have an ant infestation. I have eight ant traps out. You know, those little plastic things that last right. for three months. Right. I've sprinkled cinnamon everywhere. because. What is cinnamon supposed to do? I don't know. They just told me to do it on the internet. Okay. So it's real. Yeah. And then I also soaked some cotton balls in a mix of sugar water with a little bit of borax. And so what happens is they're attracted to the sugar. Don't mix that up with your simple syrup (laughs) for some cocktails. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hey-oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe that just happened. And so, anyway, they're going to be attracted to the sugar water, but end up taking borax back to the, the, the nest. Like the little bitches they are. Yes. <laughs> and it'll kill them. And so the advice is don't kill the living ants that you see because you need them to carry the borax back. Okay. Borax. Okay. Anyway. So we're just going to let this little fucker just go. Right. This He's just right crawling here. all over the table. Yeah. Go suck up some borax. <laughs> Um, when when Sister Twain told me she had an ant problem, and I looked around the kitchen, and there are little cotton balls in several places, <laughs> you know, but they've been soaked, so they're not round and fluffy like cotton balls. Yeah. They're a little jagged. I thought they were some sort of crystals, and that I was going to do some, some sort of witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. right. Because Sister Twain and I are both a little bit we're witches, we're apprentice a tiny witches. bit we're apprentice witches, 
Um, like as everyone who comes out of the church is. <laughs> Everyone who comes out of the church is like, I used to be Mormon and now I'm original because I read tarot. <laughs> and you're like, you're like every other Tom motherfucker that left the church and you're reading your tarot. But I thought Sister Twain had gotten some, I don't know, selenite crystals. I don't know what crystals would repel ants. It wouldn't be selenite. Selenite's like a bad energy vacuum. Well, well, I mean, maybe then that would work. I don't know. But maybe. I wish I had enough money to just dot my house with crystals. That would be amazing. Yeah. But, you know, then you get into the whole, like, are you are you um, capitalizing witchcraft and sort of, like, commodifying, you know, are you Almost taking Almost like things? cultural appropriation? Yeah, kind of, yeah. So God damn it. I just don't know how to be a human being after leaving the Mormon church. It's a little tricky. It's a little tricky. And so, we'll be right back. And we're back. So... Before we discuss what we're going to talk about today, um, I want to tell you about something that happened at my job at Blockbuster this week. Oh, I was going to ask you. You've been in the news a lot because <laughs> apparently there were two Blockbusters. <laughs> there were three. Two, two in Alaska that just closed. Okay. Oh, and I the, didn't realize that. The so one the one left, left in Bend, Oregon. In Bend, is Oregon. You. Okay. Which is weird because I may have a family member that lives in Bend, Oregon. You know what? I've been to Bend, Oregon a lot and I love Bend, oh. Oregon. And I used to drive to Bend, Oregon. And before you get to Bend, Oregon, you pass through a town called Sisters. And every time I drove through Sisters, Oregon, I would, on my iPhone, I would play the song Sisters by the Papini Sisters. And it's that song, it's that old-fashioned song that goes, Sisters, From White Sisters, Christmas? yes. Oh. But I would play the Papini Sisters version, which is a more, I think it's Papini. Anyway, they're like a, they're a more, they're a modern group who does sort of old classics like that. Oh anyway, my God. So when every I, time I drove through Sisters, and, Oregon. And, and when I lived How in, gay is that? And when I lived in Southern Utah. Uh-huh many years ago whenever i would drive to zion you have to drive drive through many small towns to get there one of them is rockville mm -hmm. and there is an rem song on their album eponymous right called don't go back to rockville oh. and so every time i drive through i go don't go back to rockville and they hated it. My kids and my ex-husband hated it. But I did it every time which is probably 20 times i think it's really interesting that your memory of playing a song while driving through a small town is based on R.E.M., which feels very butch, like very B.D.E. Oh Do you know what I mean when I say B.D.E.? No. Big dick energy. <laughs> like it feels very big dick energy. And my memory of playing a song when I drove through a small town was Sisters by the Poopini Sisters from the musical White Christmas. <laughs> sisters, but wait, wait, wait. sisters. Listeners. Listeners, dear listeners, you all, dear hot drinkers, you all know as well as I that there's nothing B D E about R E M. Oh. There's not. So many uh, acronyms. <laughs> I'm so happy about that, and I'm a little tipsy already. Anyway, I know this so, uh, Kung Fu sister, so what, Kung Fu girl, Kung, Kung Fu girl, Riesling. is Kung Fuing my face. <laughs> so, so anyway, blockbuster. how's Blockbuster? The so last one in the U.S. I am working my shift as the sure. store manager sure. of Blockbuster sure. in Bend, Oregon, which sure. is weird because I don't even live there. It's so pretty there, though. What a great place to live. We can tube down the Deschutes. I mean, it's gorgeous. Deschutes? Yeah, that's the river that runs through Bend, Oregon. You would think you would know this. <laughs> because I manage a store Because you manage there. a store there. Anyway, I had a woman call me, and she said, do you have a copy of Chasing Delancey? <laughs> 
Oh, crossing Delancey. Crossing Delancey. And I said, oh, just a minute, let me check. And I checked. And it took a minute because we're always so busy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, I got back on the phone and I said, we do indeed have a copy of Crossing Delancey. And she goes, okay. And I said, do you want me to put it on hold for you? And she goes, no, I don't even live there. I just, I just wanted to know if you had it. <laughs> I just wanted to know that you had a copy. And I'm going to sleep so peacefully tonight. I'm so curious where the story is actually coming from. I mean, of course, it's actually coming from your real life and your real from job. From real life, and but I'm, I'm never, very curious. I'm never going to divulge. So you know what I think we should talk about this week? Ooh. I think... You really have an idea? I totally have an idea. Oh, okay, okay. Sister Tweet's Tweet, Sister Twaint, <laughs> is heating up some garlic breadsticks from Western Family. So she was calling them motherfuckers because they're going to take 30 minutes to cook <laughs> in the toaster oven. But oh. we're using the toaster oven because it's too goddamn hot. It's too hot to heat up the real stove no, oven. I went to the grocery store today and had to spend the whole time... There's a teenage boy in here. Two of them. Thinking about what I could make for dinner that did not involve heating up my house because it's so motherfucking Right, hot. yeah. The teenage boys are laughing because they're they're, like, they, think, they think our podcast is about oh. heating up the house. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Heating Up the House. Um, uh, no, so what I was going to say is I think we should talk about alcohol. Okay. I think we should talk about learning to drink, our first experience at bars, how we like to drink. Bad choices we've bad made Bad choices we've made while when drinking. drinking. You were there for one of my bad choices while drinking. It involved throwing up out the window of your van Which on I the freeway. St- I, I don't have a van, by the way. You don't? No. What? Whose van was I throwing up out it the window of? I just, it's not a van. It has three rows of seating, but it's not a van. God. In my mind, you have a van. Look out the window, motherfucker. So here's something that my um, ex-wife, Tisha, really hated about me was, and this is this makes me sound so gay, okay. but I literally, literally have no idea about car makes and models. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't, they, they just bounce right off my brain. I don't, like, so we would walk out of a grocery store together, Tisha and I, and we would, and I would just start walking towards a car. And then, like, let's say we were driving, like, a white SUV. Let's say we were driving, like, a Honda Pilot. Is that a car? I would be walking towards, like, a, like a, Escal- like a Ford Escal- Escalante. Is that another SUV? Anyway, my point is. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I would be walking towards a completely unrelated car that looked nothing like our car, except that it was the same color and the same general shape. And Tisha would be like... That is not our car. Where are you going? Like your own car. My own car. Oh my like, god. Like I have no. So I have no. Like literally, I have. I have probably been in your car a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. I have zero idea what kind of car it is. Well, and in my mind, it's a van. It's yeah. So it's a Mazda five, which is considered, technically speaking, a micro van because on the street it just looks like one of those crossovers. Okay. Which I don't think they really make anymore. Okay. God, I feel like an old fogey even a saying mar- a micro, You have a micro van. I feel like you need to be a little closer to the Okay, line. sure. It has three rows of seating, but I want the readers or listeners... The hot drinkers. <laughs> ...to know that that was, I think, the beginning of February, maybe middle of February. What was? When you puked 
Yes. Um, out so the so you were fan. out the window, and all it did was just kind of spray <laughs> onto the sure side. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. And, and I'm here so we are sorry. towards the end of July, and I, I have, n- have not watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched it. I'm going to look when I leave. <laughs> I'm going to walk out there and see if I can still see that. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, let's talk about drinking. Okay. So, first of all, I cannot have an orgasm if I have been a little tipsy. Really? Well, okay, a little tipsy. So, I, first of all, I didn't realize that's where we were going <laughs> with this conversation. That's the first thing I that just came thought to mind. I love a good I love a good mule was maybe where we were starting, <laughs> but Sister Twain's Twain so, isn't responding. So, but listen, like when you're we an call ex- that whiskey well, dick. Uh, right, right, but I don't have whiskey a dick. clit. I don't have it. Okay, whiskey clit. Fair. You're probably not drinking whiskey um, either. I do. Okay. I, I, I'm no respecter of liquors, but um, when you're an ex-Mormon and you go on a date, it's like you're gonna drink. Right, right, right. You're gonna meet at a bar and you're gonna drink and then you're gonna it's go so back to somebody's house and fuck. It's so embarrassing. And why? I just think like, so my experience is a little bit different because I, because I think the gay community is a little bit different, but I think... But I think this exists there too. I just think when you're a, when you're an ex Mormon and you're coming out of the church at 35 or 40 or 30 or whatever, yeah. like you act like you're a 17 year old who's Ooh. getting alcohol for the first time. Kid in a candy store. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And I just it just bugs me. And I and it shouldn't. I should just let people have their own experience and whatever. I don't yeah. care. But I just think like, aren't we better than that? Come on, come on, guys. But but the thing is is we're we're we have to go through that. Oh my God, I get to drink experience. But I didn't though. But finish telling your story and then I'll tell about my drinking experience. It's because you have a double major. It's because I'm an asshole. (laughs) Because I'm a snob. And so homophobic, clearly. Yes, clearly. Um, But okay, so you go out, you drink, and I I have done the tender thing, which I I did. I haven't done the whole time of my divorce. I've been, and we're not really talking about dating. I know, but it has to do with that'll drinking. be another episode. It has to do a lot with drinking, though. So I've been divorced eight years, and I did the Tinder thing pretty hardcore for three. Right. I haven't done it in a while because I'm fairly certain I'm in love. Okay. Which is also another episode. Sure. But don't look at your watch when I no, say I just, think I'm in love. <laughs> I had a notification come through, and I had to see. <laughs> It's so off-putting when all of a sudden someone looks at their watch because I thought we had gotten away from I'm that. Like, I'm bored from the whole watch thing. But I know, then it's Apple, Apple. Yeah. Anyway, this motherfucker. So Tinder, like, okay, hey, yeah, let's meet at a bar for some drinks, and every once in a while, it's let's meet for coffee. Right. But you know, if you're gonna meet for drinks, you're getting some tail after. Okay. Right. Coffee, not necessarily. You say this to me like this happens to me ever. <laughs> it does not, Look, but I'll go with it. Then, go ahead. Then imagine that I'm just like a school teacher teaching you. Okay. Okay. I didn't know where you were going with. Imagine I'm a school teacher. I didn't know what. I don't know where the. I next. know you're not going to be hot for teacher. No, no, you're no. Not I be mean, hot for, hot for certain teachers, but not, but not me. Oh, not you. Anyway. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Flick the clip, and we're back. So dumb. Jack Coffee. <laughs> You're so bad at I'm this. I'm so bad at this. So Jack Coffee. Um, so what happens is you say, oh, yeah, let's meet for drinks. And generally speaking, especially in the post-Mormon community of Salt Lake City, um, you meet for drinks. And if it goes even, if it goes even semi-okay, you're going to have sex afterwards. And sometimes you just go straight to, 
why don't you come over to my house and we'll have a bottle of wine? Which, there's going to be so many people listening to this, I'm sure, that are going to be like, how stupid is this bitch that she would just go over to someone's house and drink? And are then, there... Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think, I think you're probably 100% correct. Mm-hmm. And I think this even more so happens in the gay community. I just think I'm a... I'm an outlier in the gay community right. in that I'm terrified of human beings and terrified of sex. An so outlander. therefore, an I'm an outlander. Yeah. I'm traveling through time in the Scottish Highlands. <laughs> um, and so... And you're so busy doing that, you're not getting I'm not tail. getting any tail. <laughs> even though the people on Outlander are getting tail. You're just um, watching. You're just watching them. I'm just watching. Sister yeah. Twain told me to watch Outlander mm-hmm. because, I mean... I think it's safe to say it made your pussy wet. Oh my god. But here's the thing, heterosexuals. <laughs> that's a show for you. It's, a- <laughs> it's not a show for the gays. So Even though the guy who plays Jamie is like ridiculously hot. Oh. Ridiculously hot. Stop that guy. And he's yeah, I wish. <laughs> and he's like he's like sheathing the wheat. Oh, is that a oh. thing? He's cutting the wheat? Sure, sure, whatever. Sheathing the wheat is for sure a euphemism okay. for masturbating. <laughs> so anyway. So that was the first thing that came to mind when you said let's talk about drinking. Like was having sex with strangers? Well, because it's part of the whole ball of wax of leaving the church. It's like, okay, I'm going to drink and it's going to be part of my dating life. Which has to do with having sex. Right. But when I have had two glasses of whatever or more, I cannot... Two glasses of Fresca or uh, more. <laughs> I cannot have an orgasm. Okay. It has oh yeah, been, I forgot that's where this started. Yeah, that's where it has been known to happen. Sure. But generally speaking, no. Okay. No. Do you, does that bother you? Only, I mean, we need to have a whole other episode about sex. Yeah, it does. Um, yes and no, because for me, sex isn't just about having an orgasm. For sure. For Absolutely sure. not. Um, but I can. But when it is frustrating, when I'm with a guy and I have been drinking and I am... And tr- he's just like making the fire. Right. Just rubbing those yeah. two sticks together. Yeah, and I can tell it's so close but it's not going to yeah, happen that's, the worst. that's frustrating that's the worst so anyway. that's the worst so tell so what is the first thing that comes to your mind as an ex-mormon drink drinker drinker yeah um well like i said i had my younger brother is um has not been a member of the church for many 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 years like since high school since college basically since high school so yeah. he didn't go on a mission no 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 okay no okay. no no um and so when i left the church he was sort of my ex-mormon Spirit yoga guy. yeah yeah so he, I remember he had me over to his house and he had me try different beers and different wines and different try kinds of liquor. Um, and he was very, like I said, he was very committed to teaching me, like, you need to know, like, drinks you can order in a bar so you don't feel like an idiot. Amazing. It was great. It was actually really, really great. And uh, I have since, not in the same, not to the same degree that he has, but I have since returned the favor to some other friends who have left the church or who are new to drinking to say, come over to my place. It's a safe place. We can, I'll make you a bunch of different kinds of drinks perfect. and you can kind of try stuff out and mm-hmm. see what you like and see what you don't like and whatever. But, um, but yeah, I, um, I like wine, okay. I don't drink a lot of wine oh, at home by myself. Really? Yeah, just because I don't actually, I don't even know why. I don't think there's a good reason. Wine tends to make me really sleepy, although actually all alcohol makes me sleepy because mm. I'm an old person. But I love mm-hmm. a cocktail. I love a mixed drink. I love a cocktail. 
and I have quickly surpassed my, it's like the teacher has become the master. Like my brother who taught me to drink is very much just like a whiskey on rocks, scotch on rocks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't even think you say on rocks. I think you just say scotch rocks, but you know what I mean? He's very much just like, he just, he just has like a glass of whiskey with ice and that's it. Whereas I'm very much like making a fancy cocktail. Always. Like when I'm drinking at home at night, I always make a cocktail. Right. And that's I, I like love that. my, that's my self care. That's real. <laughs> that's real. And my basic, like my go-to kind of basic is the old fashioned. Cause it's super easy. You don't mm-hmm. need very many ingredients to make mm-hmm. an old fashioned. And I bet you could go, you could add variations. To oh, that for sure. Till, yeah. 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 Till, till yeah. the end of time. But I love bourbon. Okay. So I always have bourbon and then I use, I use a honey simple syrup in my old fashions. You can use a regular simple syrup and then just bitters. And so that's kind of my go-to. But I love a I love a good mule, like a Moscow mule, which is vodka and ginger beer. I love a gin and tonic. So I have many, many kind of go-tos that are typically just one drink, one one type of alcohol, one mix-in. But I love a good, complicated, fancy mixed drink. So yeah. So that that's is what totally I like to drink. who you are, which is the old fa- so, okay, if we remember how we're talking about mid-century modern. Right, right, right. The old-fashioned is pretty mid-century model. Sure. So how are you going to up your drinking game to more of a Art Deco glam? Of a 70s rock glam? Yeah. I don't know. i got to do a little research. I um, So lately what I've been drinking a lot, and this is a drink I made up. <laughs> they're... You may have heard the teenage boys. I'm guessing they're screaming at Fortnite. Oh, no doubt. Because that's what teenage boys yeah, scream Yeah, at. 14 yeah. and 15 years old downstairs right now. Screaming at Fortnite. They smell terrible. Um, yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> so what I've been drinking a lot lately is I do whiskey, honey simple. I do a spiced orange bitters. And then I do a blood orange soda on top. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... It's like, it's refreshing. It's icy. Okay. It's, it's not like an old fashioned, you know, it's just a couple ounces. So it's more like a sipping drink. This is more like a drink you can actually drink. Right. I don't feel like that's exactly our deco glam. It's not, but that type of a, would you say that's a variation on an old fashioned? I mean, not really because it has the soda in it. Oh, okay. So, which an old fashioned would not have. So I would say the most quintessential mid-century modern drink for me is a Tom Collins. Oh, okay. Okay. So I would say you're on your way. Okay. What What, what did they drink in the 80s? Cosmopolitan? Yeah. Yeah. Cosmos and like, yeah, martinis. But I think... I don't love a martini though. I like a, a, a vodka dirty martini. I do too. If I'm going to drink a martini, that's what it's going to be. Oh, there you go. So back to the time that I threw up out the window of Sister Twain's So span. let's talk about that party. Let's back up a little bit because... Keep going. When... You said it was so great to have a drinking Yoda or spirit guide. <clears throat> it made me think of this party. So I think it's okay to say that there are many ex-Mormons in Utah County. There are. There are. There are. And they like a drink. And they like a drink. And we are part of this cocktail club. Right. It's very exclusive. Very. <laughs> and... um. And they have their cocktail parties in Utah County, which right. was weird. I remember thinking, like, are we the only drinkers that live it's in this illegal, street? It's illegal, actually. Yeah. So I don't think it is. <laughs> no, it's not. But, but 
Um, it's all these people who went to BYU or were at least Mormon, at least married in the temple, and they're not anymore. Nope. And they have a certain basic cocktail. Basic alcohol. Basic alcohol. Yes. With the cocktails that we do based on the alcohol. Right. 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 And... Um, so Sister Twain came to one. Yes. And, and this the theme was, was vodka. Mm-hmm. And we'll be right back. I, I, I started recording. I thought you were watching, so I thought you were going to start talking about the party. And then so, you turned around to get some paper towels. So you were singing because the breadsticks are ready. The, so the, you, breads, the Western family garlic breadsticks are ready. They're going to be so good. Oh, I'm um, not complaining. So the party, um, I I went to this one. You've been to several. <laughs> the, those are hot, brother coffee. Hot breadsticks. Hot breadsticks. Can I just say I hate calling you brother coffee? Why? Because your name for me is more Jack Offie. You can call me Jack Offie. Jack, I could bro- call you brother Offie. Brother, brother. Just call me Jack Coffee. I just, I just came in the bathroom kind of thing. I don't know. It's in my hand. Okay. Anyway. So you've been to many of these. Oddly enough, this is a group of people that knows each other because of your siblings thing, which we're not going to talk about. Right. (laughs) No, I mean, not entirely, but I think a lot of them just know each other because they all live in the same city. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So anyway. Well, and I started this cocktail club. I you were dead? Yeah, I was the I was one of the founding members. <laughs> of your Instagram thing. No. No, it is, I have to say, because remember when I went to this party with you? Someone that I know introduced themselves as Moon Cowboy on Instagram. Yes. You're one of the founding members of this. Right. I, I have a mouthful We're of Western family. We're both chewing breadsticks. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so. So we had a cocktail club. And it's so great. It's so refreshing that in Utah County of all places, which is Mormondom Mecca. Sure. Provo and Orem are still like 95% Mormon. Sure. Um, to have a cocktail club where you can learn about booze with yeah. people in the same boat as you. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say about so we, So we have had many of these cocktail clubs, but this is the first time that Sister Twain came to one. And I showed my booze to a bunch of guys. At you did? Uh-huh. I don't even remember that. That's because I had them come into the bathroom <laughs> one at a time. Wait, you really did? They were waiting in line outside of the door. No, they weren't. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Mom I love this in. so much. Yeah, they were all married too. Of course and they were. And their wives were there. Of course they were. <laughs> anyway, um, so we've done this cocktail club many times and there's always a theme alcohol. And right. then we make three cocktails based on the theme. of The, the theme. Mm-hmm. But boy, howdy, vodka night. That okay. really snuck up on us. Like I got real fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like real fucked up. Like, I threw up in the host bathroom, uh-huh. and then in my drunken state tried to, like, clean it up, uh-huh. which I don't think was very effective. Oh. And then I made Sister Twain drive me home, because mm-hmm. I was way, way too messed up to drive. Uh-huh. 
And as I mentioned earlier, I threw up out the window of her Mazda. What's your five. car? It's called a Mazda 5. A Mazda 5. It's a Mazda, Mazda 5. I threw up out the window of her Mazda, Mazda 5. <laughs> on the freeway. Yeah. And then I got myself home. That's probably, that is, as a drinker, do you get drunk very often? No. No? Mm-mm. I mean, I really think there have been, I would say, three times in my life where I've been really drunk. Right. One was that party. Uh-huh. One was one year at Pride mm. when I got really drunk at a bar and immediately texted my brother and told him to come pick me up and oh, take me home because I'm so res- fucking responsible yeah, yeah. that even when I'm drunk, I'm like, I need to get home because I'm very drunk. <laughs> and meanwhile, my our friend who I was with, who you know, was like making out with boys on the dance floor. And I was like, I'm going to go home because I'm really drunk. And he was like, are you sure? Like, isn't that the point of going to a bar on Pride? <laughs> As a gay man is to be really drunk. And I was like, I just feel like it would be the responsible thing to do. <laughs> so I texted my brother and I was like, I'm very drunk. Please come and pick me up. And he did. And he took me home. And then probably the other most drunkest I'd been was last, this most recent Pride when we went to that party at that house. But even then I wasn't like crazy drunk. No, you weren't. But you don't remember some things you said to me like, Ashley, make out with me. <laughs> First of all, you just said your name. God damn it. You're terrible at this. <laughs> Second of all, I do remember telling you to make out Oh, with you me. do? Totally. Oh. Yeah. And I like meant it, except I was drunk. <laughs> so I don't mean it now. And I was like, I wouldn't even do that for my ex-husband, who was my best friend. Yeah. I, no. Has he ever asked you to make out with him? Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. Oh, God, no. Okay. And sometimes it's really fun for me when we're together. I'm sure. It makes I'm company. sure the sounds of you like cleaning up garbage <laughs> in the background it's is really, really high quality. Charming. Really charming. It's um, really the charm. Um, but sometimes when I'm with my ex-husband in mixed company, and my favorite is with when I'm with a guy that he's dating. That you are dating, or that your ex-husband is. That dating? ex-husband is okay. dating. Gary. Gary. Yeah, that's my ex-husband. <laughs> His name is Gary. Is that? I'll say, hey, remember when we used to have sex? Does that make him uncomfortable? Like, like he wishes he could be on another planet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I love it so much. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. And then the the guy or mixed company that we're with always get this like big eyes and like partially open mouth with like half smile. Like, can I laugh at that? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, which is my favorite. It's a good time. It's my favorite. You it's a good keep, time for everyone. You gotta find ways to fill your days. It's, that's real. <laughs> that's real. So. So, so I think as a drinker, as a drinker. Drink. I've always been a little bit of a snobbish a-hole. Mm-hmm. I never buy, actually I've gotten a little bit better lately because I've been very poor, but I don't buy like cheap alcohol. Okay. I don't do shots. I don't have anything against shots, but I don't like... When I drink, I don't drink to get drunk. I drink because I enjoy, like, making a fancy cocktail. Right. And as you sip that cocktail, instead of shooting a shot... Right. You relax instead of getting plastered. Yeah. 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 Um, I was going to say something else. Okay, go ahead. But the breadsticks have not soaked up the Riesling yet, (laughs) which means I forgot. That's fine. That's fine. You were saying... Um, well, no, I was just saying, like, I feel like I skipped that whole 20-year-old, like, get crazy oh. drunk thing. But I also know, like, I also, um, 
am a very tall man mm-hmm. and a very large man, mm-hmm. and so I can drink a lot of alcohol okay. with very Side little effect. Side note, listeners, effect. he's not very large. He is very tall, and you have a dad physique. Would you say statuesque? <laughs> Oh, sorry. How funny you bring that up, as I am also statuesque. Statuesque, like Julie Newmar. Like, yes. Julie Julie Newmar, or Patrick Swayze, in that one show. As That's where the... (laughs) Julie Newmar, thanks for everything, Julie Julie Newmar. Newmar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definitely. I'm not like a... I'm not statuesque at all. Unless it's a big, lumpy statue. I'm not like a Kathleen Turner... Sure, okay. Murphy Brown statuesque. (laughs) Murphy Brown? (laughs) (laughs) Candace Bergen is statuesque. Well, I'm just trying to say that I'm more feminine than... I'm statuesque and yet very, very girly. Okay. Do you okay. think I'm girly? Yeah. But are you more girly than me? Yes. <laughs> there was this one time we started hanging out. When we started hanging out. It uh-huh. was my first year living in Salt Lake. Uh-huh. And it was still when you were the queen of the castle. Yes. But now you've been relegated to the yes. dungeon. Yes. Which is another podcast episode. Yes. yes. But... Um, same castle. Same castle. But different... Different queen. Status. Yeah. Um, you and and I and the guy that we were talking about who's had sex with all the gay men in Salt Lake City, <laughs> who actually wants us to, real, to really use his real name on here. Just keep going. Anyway, sorry, he's frustrated with me. Um, <laughs> Just tell your story. It was the second or third time we'd hung out. At your place, which was the easiest to do as your kids were the youngest, and had our wine and cocktails and charcuterie. And I said, oh, do you have any lotion? And you were like, I do. It smells kind of manly, though. And I was like, I'm fine. I just really need to hydrate my skin on my hands. And you bring it out, and I'm rubbing it on, and I'm like, there's nothing masculine about this. (laughs) First of all, that lotion comes in a black tube, so that's very masculine. Okay, okay, that's... Um, that's really like that's like almost gender um gender um, neutral um no queer uh i want to say appropriation but that's not the right word i don't know what what you're saying that's just like the other day i was in the car and there was this license plate on a car that said nana there was this license plate on the car that said nana and i was with my transgender child jack and I said, oh, there's a grandma in that car. And my child, Jack, said, well, way to assume their gender, mom. <laughs> so I had the same experience yesterday with my daughter. We were sitting in our backyard pool. I have purchased some um, unicorn floaties with which to hold our beverages. Because, of course, <laughs> I have. And my daughter said... Um, I said, like, hey, scoot that floaty over by me because I had a can of wine in it. And, and, she, and she said, here, I'll move him over. Or she. I don't know. I don't want to assume this unicorn's gender. <laughs> and I was so... Your child said this? Yeah, thing. she said that. I was so proud. And she said it with a straight face. Oh, completely. She? she said, I don't oh, want to assume this unicorn's my gender. my God. She She's is nine. amazing. She's nine. We've done so well. <gasps> We've raised them so, so well. Wasn't it good? <laughs> you were supposed to come in on the soprano part. I, I don't Isn't know what he fine? We're singing chess. Oh, I don't know that show. Oh my god. I know that. You are the worst gay I, ally. I know the Bangkok Oriental City. No, we are <laughs> singing 
Isn't it good? I don't know it. Oh my god, you're the worst gay ally. Sorry. You're essentially homophobic so for not knowing I am. Chess. I'm I'm not an ally. No, you if you were an ally, you would know chess. <laughs> Wasn't it good? good. Oh so, so fine. fine. Isn't it madness? Yeah. And we'll be right back. I'll drink. So to wrap up <laughs> about drinks. Not that we're never, ever going to talk about this again. No, we'll probably talk about drinks every time. But because, oh my God, it's such an important part of my life. And I even told, I have told many people this in the past several years. That if I had been drinking wine when I was raising my children when they were younger, I would have been a better mom. I believe that. I would have been nicer. I'm a better parent, I think, when I've had a few drinks. And I have also said... That the way drinking makes me feel, and I don't mean getting drunk, but the way alcohol affects me and relaxes me is the way I always wanted the Holy Ghost to feel. <laughs> and I swear. Oh my God. I know, and I mean it. <laughs> oh my I mean God. It. I mean it. You don't have to be worthy to feel it, you just put it in your mouth. <laughs> That's the name of your memoir. <laughs> worthy to feel it you just put it in your mouth that's the name the sister twain story the latter-day twain story that's the name of your memoir but, but seriously something that relaxes you right red wine is heart healthy right when i drink a lot of red wine i um have been known to go on amazon and write reviews of all the products i've bought <laughs> Even when the products are like scotch tape. And I'll be like, this tape is so sticky. I love it. You can stick lots of things with it. And then I'll laugh really hard. And then I'll be like, publish. So I've done that before. I'm red fine. I read a tweet once. This girl says, you know, it's the end of a day, a work day. And you're really, I'm to- totally paraphrasing. Sure. It's the end of a work day. And you're to- totally exhausted emotionally and physically you come home and have some wine you get onto amazon and you load your amazon cart up this is a long tweet with this is more than 240 characters just, it's a it's got a flow to it okay go ahead so and you load your amazon return <laughs> oh my god it's return you load your amazon cart up with containers that are going to help you organize your house. And then you realize your account is negative and you walk into the sea. <laughs> I mean, that's real. That's real. Um, so, so, Sister Cough, Sister Twaint. Let's wrap it up by saying my go-to is red wine. Okay. 99% of the time. Is there a red wine you prefer? Are you a California blend kind of girl? I, I do like the blends, but the blends are kind of hit and miss. Okay, fair. Although Boda Box oh. just released this new one. Is this the one you had me try the other day? Yeah. It's real jammy. Jammy. It's yeah. one of the descriptive words on the box. Right. I can't remember if it was called like Nighthawk. Something like that. Or Black Hawk Down. Black is called Black Hawk Down. <laughs> oh, because we said Boda Box, are we not going to get cross-published? <laughs> it's okay. Anywho. Um, I, I'm not crazy about Malbecs. That's my favorite kind of red wine. They're too tannin-y for me. Okay. I'm, and I don't okay. know what the fuck tannin-y means. I don't either, but okay. But I'm going to go with it. Okay. Um, I like Merlots. I don't like Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. 
I don't know that I have a big opinion about Cabernets. I like Merlots and Pinots are okay and blends are okay. Okay. Do you drink more red wine or I, do you oh, drink more I like white Shiraz wine? and Petite Syrah. Okay. What? Do you drink more red wine or white wine? I only drink white occasionally in the summer. Okay. I'm a very seasonal white drinker. I, I will know. not drink red wines in the summer. I will only drink whites and rosés. Right. And in the winter, I will only drink reds. I'm sure that has to do with the fact that you double majored in college. It's because I'm a faggot. That's why. <laughs> like, it's because I'm a homosexual. I suck dicks, and I only drink seasonal wines. In fact, one time for my um, for Tish's birthday, Tish, my ex-wife, right. I gave her some wine. And I had, I gave her, I think I gave her Kung Fu Girl because I know she likes that one too. And I think I gave her a bottle of rosé and her birthday is in the summer months. And when she opened them, she was like, oh yeah, seasonal wine. Oh, like she's, <laughs> because she knows, known. she knows yeah. that I only drink wine seasonally. <laughs> and I think she's like you. I think she just mostly drinks red because they're, I don't want to say they're easier, but you don't have to refrigerate them. You know what I mean? Like you can just grab a bottle. It's so, easy. So I want to talk about red. Okay. This was supposed to be our wrap-up, but, but, it, but we've it really is. gotten into wine. We're really wrapping up with wine as the wrap-up Sure, sure. There's something so lush and bold and romantic. About a lumberjack? <laughs> <laughs> or a lumbersexual, as our friend Tiff refers to them. And we're just going to say Tiff's name. It's fine. Um, but... About reds, there and it, it really brings out the feminine in me. Just really? for just for me, yeah. Sure. Not that I need a lot to bring it out, but the sophistication and the romance of it. I could be at home alone, having a glass of red, and it fills many voids. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. In the name of Jesus Christ, Christ amen. amen. That's beautiful. It's really beautiful. So my go-to is bourbon. That's my drink of choice. That's the drink I and always have And is it because of how it makes you, f- how it affects you physiologically? Or kind because of, of although, how you feel when you drink it? So here's an interesting thing. Okay. When I drink bourbon, it makes me sad. So isn't it interesting that I want to drink? Like one time I was texting a friend of mine and I was drinking bourbon and I was getting really sad. And I was like, bourbon always makes me really sad. And he was like, then fucking stop <laughs> drinking bourbon. You need tequila. But anyway, I, back to bourbon. Yeah, but I know I just like the way it tastes. I like the way it smells. Oh, okay. I love, I love the taste. Then hell yes. But it does make me sad. And the sadness is your work to do whether you're drinking bourbon or not. That's fair. That That's your real. inner work. That's my inner work that As I need to do. As we all know, like, I'm sure you guys already picked up on that, right? I'm we, talking to the listeners. To the four listeners. To the hot that drinkers. That Brother Coffee has some inner work to do That know us all so well already. Yes. <laughs> some inner sadness. So there is the episode about drinks. Yeah. What do you have coming up this week, Sister Twaint? Anything exciting? Um, well, we're doing some re... Make sure not to say any details about your actual right. life. No, my actual life. We're going to do some new visual merchandising at the Blockbuster. <laughs> Perfect. Because here's the thing. You've got some of those cardboard cutouts here's the thing. for we some movies. We can do whatever the fuck we want yeah. because we're the last one. Yeah. Um, uh, the theme for the coming week in the store is going to be 70s... Movies where a dog gets eaten. Oh, okay. Are there a lot of those? There's at least two. Okay. Yeah. Is one of them Jaws? Does a dog get eaten in Jaws? Hell no. Okay. Not that. Um, well, I'm going okay. camping this week. Oh, let's hear about that. That's real in my That's, real life. Uh, I'm afraid. 
Will I ever see you again? Probably not. <laughs> um, I'm supposed to bring my own food, so I'm bringing charcuterie, because that's all I know how to do. I'm just going to show up for dinner. You should. You should. <laughs> I just want I don't even know. Like, I don't know if we're if I'm supposed to bring, like, tinfoil dinners or something to cook on a campfire. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just bringing charcuterie. Yeah. And then I have bagels and locks for the next one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because I just needed something cold, something that did not require cooking, just simple. Just simple bagels and locks and charcuterie. I'm going to give... And I don't know what kind of alcohol to bring. Because, I, of course, naturally, I just want to bring mixed drinks. Okay, okay. But, like, that's a little complicated when you're camping. So, so I have something to say to both of those things. Okay, go ahead. Brother Coffee and listeners, here is your takeaway for today. If you are taking charcuterie on a camping trip and you bagels might and be a locks, homosexual. <laughs> and bagels and locks for breakfast, you better fucking pack a goddamn jar of capers because it goes with both. Okay. Good point. Thank you. Good point. So that um, said, that said, with capers involved comes great responsibility. You know that old saying. And gin. I think gin is your go-to liquor okay. on that. How you how you deliver it. How you approach it. Like a gin and tonic? Like a Tom Collins? It's so easy. Gin and tonic. I know. That may be the right choice. But also because... But I just thought I might just bring canned wine because that's easy too. A rosé would be perfect with both meats. I have three cans of rosé in my fridge is right now. Is it that house wine? Yeah, it is. That Ugh, has the rainbow stripes it's on it. So, it's the best rosé I've ever had. I know. I have to buy like it's, several more cans. It's so not just palatable but enjoyable. Yeah. Like I struggle with rosés because they're so dry generally. Yeah. House wine, and it's called House Wine. Yeah, that's the that's name the, of the brand. brand. Yeah, and, and it's a I rainbow actually, can for Pride. I actually know the guy who got it to Utah oh, in yeah. time for Pride Month. Good job, good job to the that cans guy. Are rainbows. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's been our show for this week. Mm-hmm. You can email us at hotdrinksforyourbelly at gmail.com. No, hot drinks for the belly. Hot drinks for the belly at yes. gmail.com. Right. You can also, there is a, there, if you are listening to this on the Anchor app, there is a way you can leave us a voicemail, apparently. So you can leave a voicemail and we could respond to it on a future show. Right, we could even feature it. We, we could. Um, and that's really all. I don't think we have other social media platforms yet because we're not famous enough. We don't, but I am on Twitter as Latter Day Twenty. Oh, right. I don't talk about the podcasts, either of my podcasts, but I just post things there. That are funny. That are funny and super cross. Like. I'm also on Twitter, but I will not give my Twitter name. <laughs> but I do have a Jack Coffee Twitter account, but it's mostly just where I follow porn accounts. So I feel like I should clean it up a little and then I could use it to promote the pod. The listeners right now are saying, don't you clean it up, Brother Coffee! They are. The four yes, listeners. of course they are. And also, remember my other podcast, Little Purgatory. Okay, I'm going to subscribe this week. Which is just a platform for me, a venue for me to figure out how to start writing my one-woman show. Right. Okay. Okay. We'll see you next time we record. I would say next week, but I don't know if that's real. But next time we record. Next time. We'll talk to you then. Right now. Love you. Bye. Okay.